Hey everyone, welcome to a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is Heather. Hi, Heather. Hey, Becky. Um, so on this episode, we are reviewing Camden by Sawyer Bennett. Um, is this book seven? Six? Oh, I don't know. I'm not No, wait, six, seven. I think this is book seven. Or no, maybe it's eight. Maybe it's book eight of the Pittsburgh Titans. I'm trying to think. Drake was five, right? And then, and then we had Cannon. We've had Cannon. And it's book eight. This is book eight of the Pittsburgh Titans. What? I feel like we just started this, but we have gotten eight of them. Yeah. yeah. Baden, Stone, Gage, Cohen, Drake, Cannon, Hendrix, and Camden. So yeah, eight. Okay. So I think it's kind of fair for us to say um, we've had eight of these guys. This series is really starting to develop. Um yeah. And we know, you know, she's given us covers and releases for like I think the next three or four. Um, three. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite Pittsburgh Titan so far? Oh my gosh! Hey, listen, we know who your boyfriend is over in Arizona. We know who mm-hmm. your boyfriend is over there in Carolina. Yeah, I do have a favorite. Okay, who's your favorite? Stone. Stone. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you? Gage. Oh, Gage is really great. Gage, he just, he has the wild vibes, the good guy, the friend everybody needs, and the way he loves Jenna and cares for her after we met her in Jet. Mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, big, big feels for Gage. But I will say a close second is Cannon in his dirty talking mouth. Oh my God. I was going to say the same thing. Cannon. For sure, a close second. And also, I love that we get a little bit of our guys, like, in, we get a, a good chunk of information about our guys in Camden, which we, made me extremely happy. We did, we did. So, um, we will link the synopsis of this book on our on-the-shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com. This will be spoiler-free. Release date is August 1st of 2023. This is a hockey romance, single parent, single mom, uh, second chance at love. She is a widow, close proximity, emotional trauma, friends to lovers, wouldn't you say? Yes. Um, This is the Pittsburgh Titans series. This is a series of standalones, interconnected standalones. They kind of build upon each other. Mm-hmm. Um and also, for those of you that have been mean to me lately, there are no epilogues in this book. There are no epilogues in the Pittsburgh Titans. Nope. Which makes me happy. You know why? Because she sells me on an HEA without needing an epilogue. That she does. She almost gave me a heart attack in this one, but she did it. She did almost. it. I was like, I'm, I was almost messaging her. Like, oh my God, you're killing me. Uh, put out percentage, 52%. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the audiobook. Did Same. You get the audiobook? Same. Aaron Shedlock and Savannah Peachwood. Which are two of my favorites. Oh, they're so good. I love Aaron. I think he has one of those voices that adapts to the character. So does Savannah. Yeah. Like she does, she played Danica. She did Danica so well yeah. in this book. Oh my goodness. Well, the last time 
I had a like standout for Savannah was when she did the audiobook of Callie and Codename Omega. Mm. Right? Wasn't that was that Savannah maybe. that did that one? I feel like it was, but now I'm thinking maybe I was not right there. I don't know, I could be wrong. No, I think I'm wrong. She did another one recently and I was like, this was outstanding. I love her voice. I do too. She's so good. I think it was Callie something is who did Codename Omega. Did I get Callie Dalton? Callie Dalton. Yeah. Um, Okay. So Aaron Shedlock, Savannah Peachwood are audio narrators and they did a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. Heather, is there a third act breakup in this book? Yes, there is. (laughs) Which I think in this one it probably made sense it did i think it needed to happen the way it did so this is a slower burn and part of the slower burn on this one is danica is the widow Mm -hmm. of one of the original titans that died in the plane crash and a line mate of camden's um her late husband's name was mitch and he and camden were friends and camden is one of the sole survivors from the original team he had had an injury and was not on the plane when it went Mm -hmm. down um and he tremendous survivor's guilt huge and i think the timeline of this is really for this book the timeline is important because they were coming up on almost a year so we are in the winter it's in the midst of hockey season and uh, Camden is Camden is struggling with yeah. the survivor's guilt. He's struggling for the year, and he, it's affecting his hockey play. It's affecting his connections to the teammates. It's affecting like all aspects of his life, as you would expect it to do. Now, mm-hmm. I will say he's invited to go to a like grieving meeting, survivors uh, type support group. By his coach um i i wish there had been some kind of therapy f- to help him continue on so i was i was surprised that sawyer didn't write him doing some more work because camden needed some more work done to his little soul he did and i think he realized um part of the reason that their relationship was so strong is they she emotionally supported him in a way that nobody else in Camden's life has ever done for him so and I was actually I think it was Rachel she was messaging me like how long you know what kind of relationship the what this book was slow burn or whatever and it was a slow burn i think it made sense because yes it was coming up on a year so she'd only been a widow for just about a year yeah but i think it's interesting to note so our hero our heroine danica is the surviving widow of one of the players that died but they were childhood sweethearts mm-hmm. and i think that that helps in this book because childhood love to adult love like you know marrying your high school sweetheart married your childhood love when you 
I off you often see people that after that love has either run its course, they've passed, or the next love is a different kind of love, right? Yep. And I think that it worked for Danica and Camden because you could tell that this relationship, the way that the author writes it, was a different relationship than what Danica had ever had with Mitch. True. And I think it's also important to remember that they're not old. Like, they're... She's older than him. She is older than him, but she's a fairly young widow. I mean, I believe she's under 30. She was 27 or 28, and he is 23 or 24. Like, it's only a three-year difference in their ages. Two to three years. Right, but she's relatively young. Yeah. She, they, her and her late husband were childhood sweethearts and he went into the league didn't go into college and so as soon as she graduated from high school she moved to Pittsburgh with her late husband and they started their life and so they were young and so they made mistakes that young married people make so yeah you know that was I really like how Sawyer wrote that because You never plan for the law, like that kind of loss when you're 23, 24, 25. And here he was making like this really great contract. He was a starter. So he had good contract with good bonuses and he bought cars and they bought houses and vacation houses and spent money and built like a big giant dream house. And then he dies. And yes, she had life insurance But she quickly realized that if she wanted to continue to give her son a quality life, education, Mm -hmm. plan for the future, she knew that she needed to, one, get a job, Mm -hmm. and two, downsize her life. Yeah. And I think about that as she is an incredibly resilient and strong character she was I mean I feel like 27 she's got a young kid like I I it's impressive she realized she was grieving the loss of a husband she was trying to support her young son after losing her dad and basically changing their life because she knew that this wasn't sustainable she had to sell houses she had to give up things that her and her husband the life her and her husband had because with him not there, she couldn't sustain it. So there were big changes in her life. Huge changes. Now I really did like how Sawyer moved Travis in and out of this story. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has, is he 11, nine? Yeah. Nine, 10, somewhere in there. And his connection into the story with Camden was, it was great. You know, he wasn't, Camden didn't come in and just forget that she had a son, but he actually, Travis was kind of his stepping stone in, into a relationship with Danica. Hey, I realize he doesn't have a father figure to help him learn hockey. Maybe Mm -hmm. I could help. Yeah. I think, Camden with the survivor guilt, he was really wrapped up in 
not himself, but it, he was like really trying to survive. If I am, I mean, he was trying to navigate through his feelings. Um, and then he realized how selfish he had been. Like, he's like, I had this really good friend, Mitch, who his family is struggling and I had no idea. Like, yeah. what a tool I've been kind of thing. And I would say I didn't add close proximity. Oh, I guess I did. I have close proximity. So they're kind of co-workers because mm-hmm. Brianne, who is the owner of the Pittsburgh Titans, sees that Danica, you know, she runs into Danica at a grief um, support group they have for survivor support group. And Danica shares, you know, some of the choices she's having to make and some of the things she's having to relearn. And Brianne realizes there are probably lots of other people in similar situations where you lose the breadwinner. And you don't know how to go on or, and there's not places or resources to help you because you're not broke, but you need someone to help you bridge that gap. And so she hires Danica to kind of start this foundation. That's going to be this gap, this bridge to help people that are, have lost the breadwinner, lost somebody in their lives that was helping to support them. And I thought that was really an interesting thing and piece to that also. Definitely. Um, um, Camden, I think one of the things also I like that um, while he had a family, it was interesting how his upbringing, like it was sort of like, um, put your big boy pants on. We don't, we don't show emotions in the pole household. Like his brother's like, yep, I know you lost all your friends in a plane crash, but buck up buttercup. Cause they're in the military yeah. and his, his mom died when she, when he was really young. Yeah. So he doesn't, he's never been taught how to express emotions. And again, and this is where it comes in that I wish he had had some kind of counseling yeah. or therapy. I that think probably would have been helpful. For him. I think that it would have also made it as a reader, just a little bit deeper connection to him. Yeah. He was kind of a little harder to connect to. Um, just, you know, it took a minute. It took a minute. Yeah. Um, I think what won me over with him was really the way he treated Travis and wanted to help Danica, but it wasn't because he was attracted to her. He wanted to help her because again, like you said, this is my friend's wife and she's struggling. Yeah. And he really struggled with this bro code. And I love Bane was like, there is no bro code. And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, Mitch is dead. Yeah. And those are the words he used. And he, at that point, I think Camden even was like, I was so startled by that. But it, it, he's like, you're single, she's single, and he's dead. Yeah. You are not, you're not hurting him. Yeah. And so I don't, they, there is a breakup mm-hmm. and it has, it really comes down to this bro code. Um, and we're not going to spoil that for you. We want, no. we want everyone to go out and read that. Um, but I do want to do some foreshadowing real quick because there is a sub story that is the next book and we get a couple of little pieces. Mm-hmm. We sure do. Um, is it Kiera? Yes. And Bane. So we met Bane in, in Arizona. Arizona. Yes. And we all were like, hi, when are we going to meet Bane? Like we, he kept popping up and we all literally love him. Right. Right. Like I remember when we were reading um, Jet's book, I'm like, well, where's Spain? Where's Spain? Huh? 
And she's like, no, because after Jet, then we got Riggs, right? Yeah. And, and then we're like, and then we're going to be in Bane, right? And she's like, mm, mm, I don't know. Mm. And then we read the end of Riggs and we're like, what about Bane? So are we going back to Arizona? Like, are you going to do both at the same time? And she's yeah. like, no. <laughs> and we wanted to go TP her. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. Okay. So I, I know nothing about, I don't even know. Does, uh, does Bane have a blurb? Yeah. His cover. Okay. Okay. Mischievous in this cover. I know that we're talking about, I know we're not. I know we're talking about Camden, but I'm staring at his cover right now. So I love these covers. These Pittsburgh Titans covers are so glorious. Good. So love good. Love all the colors. Let me tell you, Bane's cover is gorgeous because he has this kissable mouth. And this very mischievous kind of playful look, which having met him more in Camden than any other book he is okay so i'm taking a bet because he there's hints about what's going on with him and uh kara or kiara kiara mm -hmm. uh i think it's gonna be an accidental pregnancy i think you're right because they're friends with benefits they're friends with benefits think. and they cannot stop banging those two <laughs> like, like even danica was like you guys are just like banging all the time and kira's like yeah and she's like, so are you like seeing other people? And she's like, I don't, I can't, I, I, I don't have time. I can't even keep up. I mean, like he keeps me busy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all there for it. Anyway, um, Heather, thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Thanks. And we'll come back and talk about Bane then. Yeah. Like, we'll be back with Bane. In November. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cannot wait. Um, anyway, until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.